Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz with your host, Gail Dixon. Tune in every Saturday, 9 a.m. for great shows about obtaining and maintaining health, business, and finance. Learn from the experts here at PIHradio.net. And now, broadcasting from the Partners in Health and Biz studio, here's Gail. Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to Partners in Health and Biz. We are broadcasting live on the PIH Radio Network, www.pihradio.net. And today is Saturday, September the 19th, 2020. 2020. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Now, today, if you have been to our site, you know that I have a very special show planned for you today. The title of our show is How to Grow Long, Thick, Healthy Hair, and I have a special guest this morning. She is none other than Petrina Hout. (laughs) And so we're going to talk to Petrina in a minute. I want to find out all about her hair journey and how she started how she began, and how she ended up where she is now as a successful businesswoman entrepreneur. Because women, and we know women of color, especially African-American women, have struggled for years to obtain and maintain healthy, long, thick hair. Many of us have tortured our hair by getting it dyed, fried, and laid to the side, as the saying goes. We have shaved it, braided it, relaxed and permed, and smothered it with all types of harsh chemicals and hair care products that have only made our hair dry, brittle, and causing it to break, split, thin, and in severe cases, become bald. So today, uh, we're going to talk to my special guest, but... Before I do that, I will, would like to give out the call-in number to Partners in Health and Biz. It is 347-945-7433, 347-945-7433. If you have a question or comment, press 1. And if you don't have a question or comment, you can just continue to listen to this show, or you can call into the show, or you can listen on pihradio.net. Now, before I open up Petrina's microphone and uh, welcome her to the show, I want to tell you how I met Petrina, uh, how I I met her. (laughs) Really, I was searching the Internet. I've always been, I'm always on the lookout on the uh, Internet for things to help improve my hair. And, yes, I have had the difficulties that I just spoke about. And I said my hair wasn't doing well, and I was feeling uh, that it was damaged. It wasn't growing. I came across Petrina's website. She'll tell you all about it in a minute. I came across her website, Natural Hair Queen, and I researched her website. I purchased her products, and Petrina is not paying me to say any of this. (laughs) I purchased her uh, Butter Butter Cream product, and I purchased her hair uh, care book, Natural Hair Hair Care Made Easy, natural, natural Hair Care Made Easy. I purchased that book. I started using her products. I've been using them for going on two months now, and I must say that I see a great improvement in my hair. It has gotten thicker, healthier. I can look at it and tell that it's, uh, it's much healthier. 
and it has a shine to it. I enjoy hair wash day. And so I'm so thankful that I was able to meet Petrina and uh, talk to her. So without further ado, I am going to open up Petrina's house. I'm going to open up her microphone, and I'm going to welcome her to Partners in Health and Biz. Good morning, Petrina. Are you with us? Good morning. Yes, I am. Happy to (laughs) be here. Yes, she is. Yes, so um, as I was saying, I was telling my listeners how I, you know, met you. And when I say met you, we really haven't met in person, but we've spoken and I've researched your website. But we want to know about your hair care journey um, because I want my listeners to make sure they are on the website because there are pictures of Petrina before and after pictures, pictures of her uh, hair journey. So tell us about your hair journey. How did it start, and how did you get to where you are now? Yes, Um, it it was a long road, I have to admit. Um, My hair started off at about earlobe length, and Wait a it minute, really Katrina. Just, uh, I'm, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Before you do that, I apologize. Yeah. I want my listeners to know what your background is so you can tell us all about your background. And, you know, I know you have a background, so um, that doesn't involve necessarily hair care. So make sure you include that. That. <laughs> that, that. Yes, that's correct. Um, I'm not a licensed cosmetologist. Um but my background, actually, um, I'm a trained medical public health researcher, um, went to school for that undergrad sociology, and then um, graduate school in public health so, and behavioral science. So my background actually pertains to dealing with underserved communities and in terms of research and health. So that's the formal education that I had, and throughout my schooling, was frustrated with my hair just in general. So from there, I um, started researching hair care products and how I could actually grow my hair. Like I said, at the time, my hair was earlobe length, and I was just very, very frustrated with my, with my hair. So while in school as undergrad, I started researching, because I already – was in the health field. I knew things that you put inside your body, just in terms of food, in terms of um, the location you are and your your surroundings affect your health greatly. So I started to think about, well, how does my hair care products affect myself as well as my hair? So from there, I started looking into, and this is, uh, mind you, this was like 2009, 2008. So the Internet is not exactly, you know, in YouTube, not what it is today. So I started right. looking into, like, hair care forms, and I was really, really big in the hair care forms. So mm-hmm. um, found a long – I'm not sure if it was natural at the time. It was quite some time ago, but it was a long hair form for black women. And I thought I had stumbled upon unicorns. I did not mm-hmm. grow up with women around me. Um, who had long hair, everyone either had hair extensions or wigs, and, and you know, including <laughs> right. myself. So I literally thought I stumbled upon a group of unicorns. So <laughs> started researching and, and just diving into the group of what they were doing with their hair that was different than mine 
and just started basically testing, testing what they did with their hair and then, you know, testing it on myself to see, okay, well, this works, this doesn't work, switching out products. I mean, I became a huge um, product junkie, and I know, you know, all black women know know that term. However, (laughs) I, I really needed to hone in on what worked for me as well as what products um, or what ingredients within the product actually helped my hair to grow the best. Mm-hmm. And right. later on, you know, started diving into more about, you know, the chemical components of everything. But mm-hmm. basically it just came down to what were these women doing that I was not doing and how can I get like that? So that basically yeah. was the, the basis of everything. And you know, I guess just because I had a research background, I love to um, take apart things and, and learn about what makes something work. So that mm-hmm. just, for me, I just dove down that rabbit hole of trying to find out everything I could about why these women, particularly, you know, within the hair care form, why their hair was long and why mine wasn't and what I could do to get to that state. So okay, so that was how that started. Mm-hmm. So when you say hair care form, what exactly are you referring to? I'm not really um, well, they're not as popular today. I'm not even sure if they're even around anymore. Um, hair care forms were were these platforms that natural hair enthusiasts created for women to go into and to talk about their hair care. Um, oh, the products they okay. were using, they would show their progress in terms of pictures every other every month, every other month, um, mm-hmm. and just talk about the products they were using and what they were doing at the time to achieve long hair or to maintain mm-hmm. their long hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you um, uh, first started, what was the condition of your hair? I mean, before you started, um, mm-hmm. You know, when what was the actual condition of your hair that really kind of like said, okay, let me do something about this because it's something is not right with my hair. It's not the way I want it to look. Right. The condition of my hair was I was um, I was wearing extensions. Um, my hair was earlobe length, and I was perming my hair. Um, so I wore a relaxer. That was all mm-hmm. I knew from the time right. literally that I was about five years old until. 29 years old, I relaxed my hair consistently, um, would overlap the perm. So my hair was very, very thin, um, very brittle. And in my opinion at the time, because I didn't know any better, um, I just thought my hair just didn't grow, you know, past my, past my ears, honestly. Right. Right. Um, so that, so that definitely was the state of my hair at the time and to cover up, you know, having the hair length that I had at the time, I would get extensions. Um, gosh, like every four weeks, get new extensions and buy the hair, you know, and get it sewn in. Right, right. We, I think many of us have done that. I've had my hair relaxed, and, mm-hmm. um, and, and I've had the extensions. When I got married, I remember I had uh, extensions put in my hair. Uh, my hair wasn't, it was, it, it was okay. It wasn't, you know, really in really bad shape, but um, the extensions and the relaxers, I bend my hair. It, it, I, I believe that's what happened, but I noticed that after, you know, like similar to you, I had been, been getting relaxers over time for a long period of time, I guess since I was, um, you know, probably a teenager also, 
and um, and the relaxer I found out after years of using a, a relaxer, I found out that the relaxer I was using was really too strong for my hair. I didn't need like a, a strong. They had a strong, medium, and mild. All I needed for my hair type was a, a mild, and that mm-hmm. really damaged. I think that damaged my hair. So um, yeah. Yeah, so in your opinion, do you think the relaxing and the extensions over time uh, do thin women's hair? When we tend to, you know, the braiding, the, you know, we get our hair uh, braided too tightly. Um, what, is, what do you think about that? Um, just from what I've learned over the years, um, I've seen both ends of the spectrum. I've seen women who have beautiful, long, thick hair who consistently wear, uh, you know, wigs and or, mm-hmm. you know, extensions. Mm-hmm. And then I see, you know, an opposite end where someone's hair is damaged and they're starting to get traction alopecia and um, and their hair is, you know, dry and brittle. So I really do feel just from the amount of women I've talked to over the years and seen, you know, different types of hair and different stages of damage or, you know, no damage. Mm-hmm. It really does come down to how tightly your hair is braided, how well you're maintaining your hair underneath. Um, let's just say a wig, how, how, how you're maintaining your hair underneath, as well as uh, the installation, as well as uh, the removal of uh, the unit that you're putting on your hair. Um, and that, plays a bigger role than I think than just having extensions or or wearing a wig. Like mm-hmm. I said, for myself, it definitely, I didn't have proper hair care. My hair was dry. I never oiled my scalp or my hair in between um, when I actually wore the extensions or when I wore pieces. Um, and so that caused the most damage because my hair became dry and brittle, as I've seen other women, and dry and brittle leads to breakage. So okay, right, I definitely right. would say, but but it's also that thin line of having someone who's going to install your hair. Are they really practicing? I'm not, well, are they really practicing healthy hair care practices in terms of not, not making your hair too tight when they're braiding it? Mm-hmm. A lot of times I'm going to say no. I know that's going to sound really, really bad, but their concern when they're putting the hair in or installing it is to make sure that your hair looks great when it's done and that it's going to last, not preserving the hair underneath. Mm -hmm. I I have found, at least, you know, for myself and others I've spoken with, that's, you know, that's like the last thing that that, um, a hairdresser is thinking about, unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. I have yet to find. I mean, if someone knows, please let me know. Write me an email because I mean, I don't always want to wear my hair out. I would love to have extensions and have color, and but I have yet to find a hair salon or even a stylist that cares about preserving my hair itself underneath, um, you know, underneath the wig or a unit. Yeah, because I. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, in many cases, unless we're going to um, a natural hair care salon. Um, they don't, um, you know, if you're just going to a regular salon, because a natural mm-hmm. hair care salon, first of all, a natural hair care salon, they're not going to relax your hair, you know, so they're not going to do that. And then um, and then if they do color your hair, they're going to have probably some type of uh, use something like henna, even though henna can be very drying. 
Um, so yes, and then um, and the thing that you mentioned about, and we're gonna have um, I'm gonna stop right there. But I, when I come back, we're gonna have a word from one of, a word from one of our sponsors, Katrina. And when I come mm-hmm. back, I'm going to um, comment on the statement you made about women that have uh, hair pieces and they wear wigs. So I'm going to comment on that, and uh, and then we'll come back, come right back and jump back into our conversation. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be right back after a brief word from one of our sponsors. Let's be creative with Carrie. Caricatures by Carrie, available for weddings, parties, anniversaries, corporate events, and more. Children's book authors, superheroes, and cartoon illustrators, logo and graphic designer. Contact Carrie for your customized creations. Caricatures by Carrie at gmail.com. Connect on Twitter and Instagram with hashtag CaricatureCarrie and check him out. www.CarrieGJohnsonDraws.com. And we are back. You are listening to Partners in Health and Biz on the PIH Radio Network. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride, and uh, the topic this morning is how to grow long, thick, healthy hair with my special guest, Petrina Hout. So Petrina is an expert on uh, how to grow healthy hair. She is the natural hair queen, and she is the owner of Natural Hair Queen, an all-natural hair care company. If you would like to speak with Katrina, Patrina, I'm sorry, if you would like to speak with Patrina and you have questions or comments, call into the studio this morning. The call-in number is 347-945-7433, 347-945-7433, and we are going to jump right back into the topic. So, um, so I wanted to comment, Patrina, about uh, women because what you said was very important. A lot of women, and I've seen this, they say they're wearing wigs not because there's, they have a problem with their hair, <laughs> because they just want the variety. And I know some ladies that they have to, you know, want to be stylish and fashionable, so they don't even care. They'll have one type of wig on one week, and the next week they'll wear a different type, and they really have thick hair under there. I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. One day when one of my girlfriends came over, and she has beautiful hair, long hair, and she asked, because I do wear wigs, um, she asked, could she, you know, have one of my wigs? And I was like, are you serious? You have beautiful hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, but so, yes, yeah, so that's the thing. Women, um, some women have a problem under there. Uh, they're wearing the wigs, and the wigs are drying their hair out. And they continue to wear the extensions and the wigs. They're drying their hair out, and it's damaging their hair, breaking their hair off. So that was a very um, that comment you made made me think about that when you um, when you said women, some women wear wigs and you know mm-hmm. their hair is fine and others don't. <laughs> right. So. And I I think just to piggyback a little bit of, um, off of what you just said, it's not. I guess in my opinion, it's not so much what I have found the actual wig to be drying itself. I mean, it's just like if you were to wear a hat all day long. I mean, I could be I could be wrong, but in terms of like lace and all the material. But it really is about um, 
how they are preserving their hair underneath. Um, right. So is it per se, you know, drying out their hair more than if someone were to wear a hat? Uh, in my opinion, in terms of um, how much moisture is taken out of the hair just on a natural, regular basis opposed to when you cover your hair with something, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to say no. Um, there's okay. nothing, you know, within the wig itself or within uh, even, the, you know, synthetic or natural fibers or the hair itself or even the lace or any other material that's drawing oil or moisture away from the hair and scalp. It really is how are you maintaining your hair or how are you actually, what are you putting on your hair before you actually install everything? So Right, okay. But how well, are you maintaining in between as well? Because a lot of women I have found over the years, when they're wearing a wig or even myself included, when I wore extensions, I wasn't very concerned about oiling my scalp and oiling my hair. And, you know, it's a lot of times it's hard to get in between those braids. And if you have extensions or even now with wearing a, a full-on wig, it's very hard to, you know, to still get into your hair right, right. to be able to moisturize it. Because right. moisture yeah. definitely is key. So regardless if you're wearing a wig or not, Moisture is key, and if you don't have that moisture, your hair is going to break. Mm -hmm. Yes, I've seen a big, like I said, since I've been using your product, and we'll talk about that in a minute, uh, I've seen a big uh, difference in my hair, and uh, I can't wait until <laughs> I'm going to give it, I'm going to, you know, be consistent with it and uh, give it a full year of uh, following uh, what you recommended. So um, I'm going to move right on in, until the to the next question, talking about your hair care book. So you have uh, written a hair care book, and mm -hmm. it's called uh, Natural Hair Care Made Easy, Your Step-by-Step -step Guide for Soft and Manageable Hair in 30 Days. So tell us, Petrina, what prompted you to write a hair care book? Mm -hmm. uh, that actually came out of myself being a natural hair coach. Uh, I decided years ago I wanted to help more women. Um, everything with Natural Hair Queen started off as a blog. I documented and kept a whole blog in terms of uh, natural hair care practices that I learned over the years and that I started implementing. And then from there, that actually gained uh, some traction and then decided to be a natural hair coach where I would consult with different women uh, actually around the world um, about their hair and their hair struggles and would create custom hair care plans for them from scratch, um, depending on where they were in the world, depending on um, what they had access to. And I would create a hair regimen for them to follow week by week uh, for an entire year. And from there, um, I have since transitioned out of that and created, and, and created a book that basically is the same principle in terms of a step-by-step -step guide for your hair but it is mostly surrounded around type 4, type 3 hair, so very kinky, curly hair and hair that is uh, low porosity as well as high porosity. So that's where that stemmed from, just so I could be able to, to give that to, to more women to have at least some type of foundation of what they can do for their hair in terms of moisture, in terms of clarifying. A lot of people don't clarify their hair, as I have learned over the years, um, and how all of that plays a role in just having a healthy scalp and healthy hair in terms of absorbing moisture that you're putting on your hair each and every day. Mm 
Um, yes, though, because your um, your book, which I do have, <laughs> and I love the book. This um, it Thank has you. a step. Yes, it has, it has. You're welcome. It has a step by step process for what to do um, with when it's uh, hair wash day, and mm-hmm. um, so a lot of women, as you said, don't have a specific routine. So far as the types of products uh, we may use, we may use one type of shampoo one one week or for a month, and then we don't like that, and then we'll switch to another, another type of conditioner, and we'll switch to another. And we um, tend to, like you say, have all types, and I have all types of hair care products in my uh, bathroom on my bathroom shelf uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, just trying, trial and error, trial and error, like you said, to see what really works. And some of these things didn't do anything for my hair. But then I started uh, reading your book and practicing every week. I purchased all the products you recommended and started Mm -hmm. um, using those products. And I I began to see a big difference. And I must say, Hair Wash Day has taken on a completely different um, meaning to me. It's not like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm so, no, I have to wash my hair, I have to wash my hair, I have to condition it. Now it's really more of a relaxing type of a spa day, more of a pampering. Yes, I feel like I'm pampering myself, and um, so I I would want to encourage all my listeners to uh, purchase your hair care book. Um, I have type 4 hair. And um, I found that out from reading Katrina's hair because many of you may not know what type hair you have. So if you don't know what type of hair you have, then you definitely want to get Katrina's book and it will explain it all to you on uh, what type of hair you have and how to make sure tell what type of hair you have. Um, so that is a very important um, step to, to know because... Um, the products that you uh, have created, Katrina, pretty much, I believe, will work for most people's hair. But you said type 3 and type 4 is probably best. Is is that what you were saying for your yes, products? Yes, I do. Okay. Interesting enough, I do have um, customers who actually have um, very straight and fine hair, type 1 hair, um, who use just a little bit on their ends to keep their ends moisturized, which, it, I mean, it wasn't intended for that, but I'm glad that it actually it's still light enough to work for type one hair. But to stay in the self the the proper range, I'd like to say type three and type four. Okay, wonderful. All right, so tell us about your products. I know my listeners are anxious to hear. Okay, they're talking about these her <laughs> products that she's created, and she's the natural hair queen, and she has an all natural hair company. So tell us about uh, the product that you have created. It's uh, called mm-hmm. Butter Butter Cream, and that's spelled B-U-T-T-A, B-U-T-T-A Cream, Butter Butter Cream. How did that yes. come about? <laughs> Butter Butter Cream came about um, a few years back when I was looking for a hair moisturizer for my hair. I found, because back in the day I was using pink lotion. I was also using um, Blue Magic hair grease. And all of those things in terms of ingredients, um, when I started my, my hair care journey, it just 
wasn't working for me anymore. Once I started switching out different products to help moisturize my hair, those did not those no longer served a purpose. So I started looking into all natural based butters as well as oils to start using on my hair. And started creating and throwing different ingredients together to see what worked best for me. So butter buttercream really is a product selfishly that I actually just made for myself. Um and I found that it worked. It took about, you know, a year with dip, switching out different ingredients and testing it on my hair in different states, wet, dry, um, and just to see what held the moisture in my hair the best, as well as what worked. So that's how Butter Butter Cream came about. The actual name Butter Butter Cream actually came from my son, Carson. Um, he came up with the name. And so the name makes me smile, so that is the name that, that we went with. Um, but, yes, it, it basically is just out of, out of myself looking for different ingredients that I knew separately worked and had their own purpose for the hair, but I wanted to combine them, and I wanted it to be something that was smooth and creamy um, mm-hmm. that I could apply as much or as little and still have moisture in my hair. Right. It's very um creamy and uh and when and you only need a little bit but you mm-hmm. know to make to put to apply when you apply it to your hair you don't need a whole lot. But tell us what are what makes it so special from other hair care products that are on the market. I know it's all natural. So we would like right. to hear about that because that's one thing that uh, many of my listeners, uh, most of my listeners, we want to, we're using products that are all natural. We're health and wellness people, and we try to avoid chemicals and tubes and preservatives and things of that mm-hmm. nature. So what makes your product, the Butter Butter Cream, special and separates it from other types of products, even products that claim to be all natural? Right. Yes, there are a lot of claims that definitely, uh, <laughs> as I've learned over the years, um, that is not regulated by the FDA. The beauty industry is not. Um, but that's a whole that's a whole other topic. So, but butter butter cream is handmade by myself, and um, it is some it is shea butter that I get from Ghana, and it's unrefined, which means it is not chemically processed. It is not cooked where the vitamins and minerals within the actual shea butter um, are cooked out. I guess, so to speak, it is in its raw form, which is extracted from the actual um, um, shea butter uh, plant itself, and then it is flown here to America. And from that, I actually use a slow melting process to preserve all of the vitamins and minerals within the actual shea butter itself, mix it with the coconut oil as well as jojoba oil, castor oil, um, and avocado oil. I, I mix that all together and then you have your final product, which is a smooth and creamy, very highly moisturizing um, hair oil and mm-hmm. for the scalp as well. So it does not, because it's an oil, I do not need to use a preservative, which mm-hmm. also can be very irritating to the scalp and also to the body itself. Um, so it is just the natural oils itself, organic and grade A. Wow, wonderful. So no preservatives. No mm-hmm. types of um, what are those other things that they a lot of the uh, no fragrance. Right, well, original right. shea butter is no fragrance. Uh, we now have lavender butter butter cream. If you do want to fragrance, and that is an all natural essential uh, organic oil as well. 
Oh, I love it. I have both. I have the original uh, butter butter cream, and I have the lavender, mm-hmm. and I love mm-hmm. the smell of the lavender. And um, yes, mm-hmm. yes. So this is something that. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you about the butter butter cream because the way the consistency of it. Now I also purchase uh, organic coconut oil, and I noticed mm-hmm. that when uh, coconut is supposed to be all natural coconut oil, and yes, um, and you can use it on your hair to cook with, on your scalp, you know, if you mm-hmm. get the all natural, and if it, if the temperature inside or outside is a certain, um, you know, like if the temperature goes up, I would say above 75, mm-hmm. 80 degrees, then it becomes um, a liquid. It liquefies. Right. And I noticed that your butter buttercream, it stays soft and it stays in a more consistent um, texture. It doesn't melt and turn right. into like a liquidy form. And, but mm-hmm. it just it just stays like a stick of butter that was that you took out of, yeah. out of the refrigerator. So I, I love that about it. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. There so. definitely is no um, added components to make it like that. That mm-hmm. just has to do with the ratios of the oils that are placed within um, the product itself. Now I can say shea butter itself is the main ingredient, so that's the highest percentage that's actually in the jar itself. But because that has such a high um, melting point, it still keeps everything together. So mm-hmm. I mean, it does it does melt. Don't get me wrong, but it does have to be really really warm for it to melt. Really, it must, yeah, because it yeah. hasn't melted since I've had it. And I know, I uh, when I ordered it and it came in the mail, it was pretty it was pretty hot. Um, and I you know took it mm-hmm. inside and everything. So yeah, so okay, so. We're at the point where uh, we're going to have another word from one of our sponsors. That'll allow us to get a little a sip of water or whatever and come back. And we're going to uh, continue our conversation. Um, this uh, particular sponsor's commercial is about 54, almost a minute long. So that'll allow us to just uh, take a breather. And uh, we will be right back. So I'm going to... Uh, here from Elk Forge Lodge. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. It all began about 20 years ago in Elkton, Maryland, when Harry and Leanne Linderman transformed their lovely home into a beautiful 14-suite bed and breakfast inn, which offers a full-course gourmet buffet breakfast. Enjoy in the elegant and spacious dining atrium. Each suite is designed around a romantic historic theme with private bathroom, whirlpool jacuzzi, and gas or electric fireplace. Whether you're planning a much-needed getaway, indoor or outdoor wedding reception, anniversary, business meeting, conference, or retreat, Elk Forge Inn is your go-to destination. Get pampered with a massage, facial, or body wrap at their on-site full-service day spa. The inn sits on five acres with two nature trails, breathtaking garden, and miniature golf. Reserve your room today, 410-392-9007. And we are back. You are listening to Partners in Health and Biz on the PIH Radio Network. I'm your host, Gail Dixon-McBride. My special guest this morning is Petrina Hout. She is the owner of Natural Hair Queen, an all-natural hair care company, and we have been sharing this morning about P- Petrina's hair care journey, 
my hair care journey, uh, and how she has created a wonderful product called Butter Butter Cream that is um, all natural, and it helps to moisturize the hair, which is one of the main problems that causes breakage and um, in women's hair, men's hair as well. So, um, Katrina, what advice would you give to a natural newbie or even someone who's not a natural newbie but perhaps wants to become natural? <laughs> well, I definitely would say moisture, moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Um, I think we all have the thought that we're moisturizing our hair, but once you actually look at the ingredients, you find that there's a lot of stuff <laughs> within hair care products that actually block out moisture, which, like I said, that's a whole other topic in terms of products that have moisture-blocking ingredients, so you actually come back and buy more, um, mm-hmm. and it actually does not, it's not effective for the hair. So I would definitely say moisturize, but in the proper way in terms of I love the LLC method, which is liquid oil and cream, which is just something that um, a way for you to remember of how to layer your hair care products so you actually retain more moisture. That is a, a big, big piece I, I feel within someone's hair care regimen that they should be implementing every day, if not every other day. Um, someone who's a newbie, I would definitely say deep condition. I don't feel as black women we deep condition our hair enough, and that is one of the vital things to help restore the hair as well as bring moisture back to the hair. Um, Someone who's a newbie, I would definitely say take it one day at a time. I just remember for myself, when I first started my hair care journey, I cried almost every single day, um, and wash <laughs> oh, babies wow. were horrible for myself in terms of trying mm-hmm. to pre-poo, detangle, um, and then, you know, having my whole Saturday <laughs> be devoted to my hair. Right, but right. you definitely have to take it one day at a time and take, you know, you can't eat a whole elephant in a day. Just take bite-sized pieces of information that you're learning and start applying it. Um, I mean, I'm definitely going to recommend for a newbie to use butter buttercream as customers and other queens who have used butter buttercream have had wonderful results in terms of moisture. You, Gail, yourself spoke about it. Um, but definitely moisture, but moisturize mm-hmm. effectively. Um, okay. I guess Doing another thing scale, for right. you is to, yeah, educate mm-hmm. yourself, even if it's just a little bit, even if you, you know, go to naturalhairqueen.net and look at my blog, Look at, start to educate yourself on the ingredients and what ingredients do. You don't have to become, you know, a scientist or a chemist to actually, just to get a a little bit of an understanding of what the ingredient does for your hair. Um, And then, you know, because as I mentioned a little bit earlier, a lot of ingredients in the hair care industry in general is not regulated, guys, from, you know, through the FDA. So there are a lot of, quote, unquote, natural claims, and ingredients aren't natural as soon as you, you know, flip that bottle or jar over and you actually start reading the ingredients. Right. Um, so you really need to just, just a little bit educate on what you're putting into your hair. Um, that's going to be the biggest thing, I say. Uh, in terms of oils, I'm a huge advocate of, even if you don't use butter buttercream, use something that is just, 
natural. For instance, I love to recommend to people jojoba oil. Um, I mean, butter buttercream has jojoba oil in it, but that mimics our hair um, sebum the best, and it coats the hair, and it doesn't clog the, um, the hair follicles. But you need to make sure if you're going to get something like that, make sure you flip it over, and the ingredient should only say jojoba oil. It should not have anything else mixed in with it, you know, to cut it to um, to make it thinner. So right, just make right. sure whatever you're using, that is all that's in there. Okay. And don't go on for the claims anymore of anything being all natural because for the most part, that's a lot. <laughs> that's not true. Yes, I, found, I have found that out. They um, have all types of additional ingredients. What they'll do, what they'll do is they'll put the natural ingredients up front, and then as you continue to read, they have all these other ingredients you can't even pronounce, and right. um, you know, and then dyes and all types of other you know really harmful products. Uh, alcohol, like I think you and I had talked about, the alcohol that they put. Most products have alcohol in them. Now, I have Mm -hmm. um, some people are not, I I guess they're shy. So I have um, (laughs) one of my listeners uh, texted me and wanted me to ask you, what are the hair solutions um, basically for uh, what type of of diet should we be using or should we be eating, uh, sticking to, to improve our hair? I'm definitely going to say a diet that is high in um, vegetables. Just in general, having an overall healthy eating lifestyle, uh, Mm -hmm. healthy eating habits, I should say. So definitely um, lots of vitamin A and and E, um, K, so lots of carrots and dark green leafy vegetables is going to be the best thing you can do for your hair. I would not recommend, you know, necessarily to go the route of, quote, unquote, hair, you know, gummies and hair vitamins as if you're taking a multivitamin, that's going to be nine times out of ten the same amount of um, concentrated uh, ingredients in there as well. So definitely high and dark leafy greens is going to be your best bet and, and a lot of water. A yeah. lot of water. That's why I've heard a lot of water. Um, some women I've, you know, was on online researching, and I remember reading about how uh, once uh, these ladies started drinking more water, they weren't, um, they were dehydrated, and that also yeah. dries out your hair. And once they started um, drinking more water, their hair started. They started to see a difference in the the quality of their hair. Um, right. The ultimate goal is just to make sure that your hair is healthy. Um, and in terms of shampooing the hair too often, you can, mm-hmm. I mean, you can definitely not, don't need to wash your hair every week. Um, if you were to go every two weeks, the the biggest concern is just product buildup on the hair and scalp. And at some point, you're not, your hair is not going to respond to your hair care products like they once were. Um, so that's when clarifying comes into play. Now, washing your hair too often, you could, I mean, there are, are we speaking of washing the hair with shampoo washing or like co-washing? Washing it well. with shampoo. If some some women okay. have, they have very short hair. Say, for instance, they, um, they go to the gym or they exercise a lot. Right. So right. they will um, sh- uh, shampoo 
their hair every day or sometimes every other day. And um, I'm wondering if that, in fact, is uh, not like Yeah, well, I not wouldn't good. recommend that at all. And, okay, so I do understand more. So I definitely would say you, if you can, do not wash your hair every other day, every single day, even if you are uh, working out. The best thing to do, I myself work out, would be to let your hair air dry. Um, okay. And the problem is the shampoo. Are you using a shampoo that actually has um, that sulfate-free? Sulfates can definitely strip our hair. You want to mm-hmm. use something that's going to be more moisturizing and thick, and once you're done uh, shampooing your hair, your hair is going to feel nice and soft and uh, and fluffy. So looking for a shampoo that's actually sulfate-free but also moisturizing and thick is going to be uh, the key to shampooing the hair. Um, I, like I said, I would not recommend... Every day, even every other day, that's just going to be too much um, to remove the oils, just like you said, of the hair. However, Mm -hmm. that's a lot of manipulation of the hair, too, um, on a daily basis, even every other day, just in Mm -hmm. terms of what all goes into our hair and um, on a wash day. So I would definitely say air dry if you can, even if you don't have time to air dry, use a blow dryer on cool high airflow and cool if you need to make sure that your scalp is nice and dry because if it stays wet, then that turns into other problems in terms of uh, fungus, but make sure that your scalp is dry. So can't, if you can't air dry, use a blow dryer on cool and definitely try to wait at least a week if you're washing okay. your hair every other day or every day. Okay, so I'm washing my hair uh, once a week. I'm using your um, book and I'm uh, doing, mm-hmm. you know, the steps every um Every, so I'm doing it once a week. I have, mm-hmm. I do my uh, hair wash day every Thursday now. So I, mm-hmm. I know I get up in the morning and get up at like six o'clock in the morning, and uh, wash it and condition it. You know, do you know the steps that you recommend right. in, in your book? And um, so I do that uh, because I want it. Like I said, it's more like a, a hair spa day. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, so I make sure um, I give myself enough time to sit under the hair dryer and, um, you know, to moisturize it and, you know, condition it and mm-hmm. all the different things that um, that are recommended in your uh, hair care book. So, mm-hmm. yes. So I am going to um, – I also wanted to ask you about um, hair color. Is there any hair color – that is safe for uh, our hair. Um, I know a lot of hair colors do have a lot of chemicals. Some of them don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the henna. And I've been mm-hmm. to the health health food store, and they have uh, su- supposedly some some types of henna that are not going to be very drying to the scalp and the hair. Um, but mm-hmm. in you know, what do you uh, suggest for that? Um. I have found with my research as well as I'm a, I'm a, a woman who loves hair color um, mm-hmm. that henna does work well to deposit color onto the hair. Granted, you can't uh, you can deposit medium to to darker shades very you know well. Um, mm-hmm. It's henna is going to be drying regardless. Um, okay unless you're going to test out different brands and see if there's like some type of follow-up 
moisturizing conditioner that goes with it. It's gonna be it's gonna be drying regardless. So um, you definitely need to follow up with a deep conditioner, a very very rich and moisturizing deep conditioner, and afterwards as well as I would even say. Um, if you can, maybe even a couple of days before that, and then rinse it out and let your hair dry. But in terms of dyes itself, <clears throat> I have not found anything in terms of what, in which you lighten your hair, which you're stripping the color away and not depositing color. Um, I haven't found anything that and where your hair is still healthy. Um, okay. I'll use myself okay. as, as an example. Years ago, okay. I lightened my hair, you know, honey blonde. I mm-hmm. know what to do for my hair, you know, to maintain waist-length hair. However, it still began to break. So right, right. as soon as you get to a certain point of lightening your hair, it doesn't um, – there's no way to come back from it. And, and, I, and I'm talking in terms of, like, protein treatment, uh, moisturizing every day. So definitely I would go the more natural route if you're going to uh, dye your hair uh, to deposit color, not to strip the hair of color. Okay. Um, in terms of chemicals, I haven't found anything on the market yet, at least with my research and searching. Okay. That's going to be healthy. Okay, thank you. Now, I will share this with my listeners, and you have um, on your on your website, I did see that you recommend us rinsing our hair with green tea, a green tea mm-hmm. rinse, which I think is very uh, good. And I also um, wanted to share that I – have read that coffee, if you believe it or not, natural coffee, mm-hmm. you uh, brew the coffee, not not the instant coffee, but a brewed coffee, that if you brew a pot of coffee uh, for, you know, a couple of uh, cups, then it, you also can use the coffee, the black black coffee, pure black coffee, and uh, as a rinse, which has the caffeine in it, which is good for your hair, as well as the green mm-hmm. tea. Uh, has the caffeine, and you rinse your hair with that, and that can actually put a uh, tint on your hair and darken it naturally. Um, So, yes, but uh, before um, we run out of time, I want to ask you, uh, Petrina, if you could give us some tips for maintaining moisture um, in your natural hair. Uh, Any more tips than the ones you've already given us? And I know you've shared quite a, a bit of information this morning, but uh, make sure that you give us your uh, contact information. We want to know, the listeners want to know, first and foremost, how can they get in, uh, in contact with you? How can they get the book? And how can uh, they uh, learn of uh, your websites? Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll start backwards. So to be able to get in touch with um, the materials that I have, my shop that has butter butter cream as well as other products, including the the book that you spoke about, uh, Natural Hair Care Made, Made Easy, mm-hmm. that is actually on naturalhairqueen.shop. Um, if you're looking for more natural hair information, um, there are a ton of articles over the past four uh, or five years, and that is on naturalhairqueen.net. If anybody has a question and wanted to um, talk about hair care, you can uh, reach me at info at naturalhairqueen.net. There's also support at naturalhairqueen.net. Now in terms of, Mm -hmm. yes, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to tell the listeners that both of your websites, the links to both of your websites are on my site. Uh, okay. P-I- yeah, pihradio.net. If, if you're on the site now, uh, you can uh, click on those websites. Uh, naturalhairqueen.shop and naturalhairqueen.net are both on the PIH Radio website. Um, and, and quickly, I know you wanted to uh, respond uh, Petrina, but another listener just texted me and wanted to know any specifics about thinning and balding hair because you do have a, a, a young woman who sent in a picture of her hair that was thinning and balding. Can you tell us a little bit quickly about that? Yes. Um, I guess it really just depends on what is causing the thinning and balding um, in terms of alopecia. Is it something that it's, it's medical-related? Um, the woman who I just shared recently within my newsletter list um, had thinning hair from alopecia, and she started using butter butter cream, and her hair started to regrow in places that were completely bald before. So um, I definitely would recommend if you have traction alopecia as well as um, um, alopecia just in general from stress, Definitely butter butter cream is going to work wonders in terms of regrowing your hair. However, I must preface if it has anything to do with medical related as or uh, medication that you're taking until those things have been addressed or finished, um, butter butter cream will help to maintain the hair that you have on your on your head and scalp, but it's not going to regrow until those things have been addressed. But definitely if it's you know outside factors, it's going to help. Okay, wonderful. And any other moisture tips before you close um, out? <laughs> I definitely am going to say baby your ends. The ends of your hair is going, it's, it's the oldest part of your hair, so you need to make sure that you take care of them because they will break off um, the easiest. So when you moisturize your hair, make sure you start from your ends and work your way up to the scalp. Uh, a lot of times we do the opposite, and so most of our hair care products is concentrated at our scalp, and then our ends are left with whatever's left on our hands. So start at the ends and work your way up. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Petrina Hout, for being my special guest this morning. You have shared so much valuable information with us. We do want to have you back, come back, and uh, talk about hair care uh, in soon, soon, as soon as you can. We'll... um. We'll schedule that for maybe maybe three or four months down the road, but I do appreciate you for uh, being my special guest. And um, any final closing remarks? Yes, I want to let you and all of your uh, listeners know I do have a coupon code if you guys want to go ahead and try out Butter Butter Cream. Um, use discount code Partners in Health and Biz. Type that into the coupon code field, and you will receive 15% off anything within the store. So thank you. Wow. Thank you so much. Okay, so that concludes this show, listeners. I want to thank everyone who listened and uh, sent in their text messages for questions for Petrina. And uh, next week we'll have a special show. I haven't uh, programmed it yet, but just visit the website, pihradio.net, www.pihradio.net. And we look forward to you having a beautiful day. Get out, get some sunshine, fresh air, a little bit of exercise. And until next Saturday, everyone, stay healthy and business savvy. I'm your host, Gail Dixon McBride. Have a blessed 
day, everyone. Ta-ta for now. Thank you again, Petrina. Thank you.